Welcome to the Tiger Mike Sports Show Podcast, where sports is life. Here are your hosts, Tiger Mike Ingram and J.R. Duran. Welcome to the Tiger Mike Sports Show podcast. I'm your host, Tiger Mike Ingram, and with me is always my good friend and co-host, J.R. Duran. J.R., it's been a while. It's been a few weeks. How you been? How was Easter? Uh, well, you know, here's how it went. Okay, so we wake up for Easter at 1.45 in the morning oh, wow. because my kid has a, a 104.5 fever. Oh, boy. And okay, so this is the interesting thing, right? My wife wakes up to take a leak, right? And uh-huh. then she has like this sixth sense, this mom sixth sense that's like, I should go check on the kids. So she walks in and, and our toddler is like sitting there on the bed, super high fever. So then you go into like, uh, you know, like triage mode, parent triage mode. So you put the kid in the bath with lukewarm water, uh-huh. you give them some, some medicine, bring the fever down. Um, so basically like, that's how Easter started. And then uh, around 9.30, we went to urgent care. Around 1.30, she threw up all over the couch. Um, and by the end of the day, like we were pretty exhausted. And my wife was coming down with the flu too. So um, it, it was, uh, there were no resurrections there were, for our family. So they, they were just, uh, uh, what would be the correct word? They were just a lot of resting, a lot of sleeping. Yeah. Yes. So uh, okay. like Lazarus, yeah. Lazarus was sleep. Uh, I'm doing quotations, sleeping. Yeah. So it was like, it was, uh, you know, I, they were like, they were, I was with my daughter because we have like this extra room. So that became like the quarantine room. Oh, wow. And I didn't, ha- I didn't have like a hazmat suit. Probably should have had one. But she's like in there watching cartoons on my computer. And I'm, <laughs> we're like cordoned off from the rest of the house so that. Addison doesn't spread the the virus yeah. to the family. Like outbreak? She, yeah, I need one of those suits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then it's like, oh, my God, I got a slit in my suit. And then, you know, like I start coughing up blood, and then like mm-hmm. 10 minutes later, I'm dead. Um, but that's not how it worked out. Thankfully, I and and our baby made it through without getting the flu. So nice. that was that was, that was was my Easter, man. It wasn't, it wasn't much of a holiday. It, wasn't it was it was an, Yeah, it was an exploration in human frailty, yes. so I suppose. There could be some kind of connection there, but yeah, there could be, depending yeah. on your uh, viewpoint. In the in the Eastern churches, uh, yeah, the whole Lent is considered, uh, you know, that way. It's it's more, you know, we have like lamentation services. It's more like a happy sorrow, as they say, a happy sorrow. Uh, oh, that's interesting. A happy sorrow. Yeah. I, I haven't heard that before. It's like I know it's oxymoronic, but it, it is. It's you know, you're building up towards that. Yeah, it's it's a happy sorrow. You know, you're it's yeah, it's it's hard to explain. You have to experience it for yourself. Yeah. And so, how was your Easter? It was good. It was good. We, uh, my church, we do service at like ten o'clock at night, and the service is like three hours. So it's a long. We do it. We start at Saturday at eleven at night, then we end around two thirty in the morning. Then we feast because during Lent. Um, the the Gr- Greek Orthodox or AKA Eastern Orthodox churches, for the most part, uh, most people are vegans during Lent. So for six weeks, you're a vegan. So it was nice to to partake in good food, you know, meat, dairy, etc. Yeah. So we got to feast. Okay. Yeah, it's good. Uh, very interesting. Like a, a a unique sort of like a cultural slash slash religious. Yes. Uh, take on Easter, which a lot of us don't get to experience. So mm-hmm. it's different. Yeah, different people. Yeah, different strokes for different folks. And different food for different mood. Fruits. Yeah, different food <laughs> for different mood. <laughs> there you go. Yes. So, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean that's Easter yeah. wrapping it up. Yeah. So spring. Right. Yeah, we're we're in spring, almost summer. Oh yeah. Um, did we talk about this last time? Did we talk about your parents being in town. Did we talk about that last time? No, because I don't think we've done the show since they've been here. But yeah, they came to town. How was and, that? You know, oh, it was really it's a lot of fun, man. They they had a lot of fun with our kids, like playing with them, like holding them, you know, like doing fun stuff with them. And mm-hmm. took my dad to, to some barbecue around here at this place called the Bearded Pig. Ooh. And 
we went out to dinner to a pizza place and um, got this game, this board game from Target. And it was actually, it was a lot of fun. And the truth is, I can't remember the name of it now, but uh, um, this mysterious game was very fun and we had a good time playing it. Nice. And yeah, so um, I wish I could remember, but yeah, it was cool, man. It was, it was nice having them here visiting Jack's. They stayed in an Airbnb and it was good times had by all. Nice. And they got to visit the, the, the newborn, got to see him for the first time. Yeah. yeah. So that, that part of it was cool. Watch some, watch some, uh, March madness, had some beer with my dad. Oh, okay. So on my birthday, mm-hmm. uh, I went to this, this, um, carniceria, oh. uh, like three or four minutes away. got some, some pastor, which is the, El pastor. the chunks of, yes pork like marinated and this yummy mm-hmm. stuff and so we had tacos and beer and it was, it was a good time nice nice so did you uh smoke some of that tobacco with your pops does he does he is he a partaker of the pipe tobacco uh no no here's the thing i we were celebrating lent in our house so we gave up tv oh, and nice. tobacco okay for 40 days for wow 40 days except that's, that's tough yeah man so no tv for 40 days i gotta tell you tiger mike it's a lot easier than you think my friend, very easy. Yes, yes. Like TV would be tough. The, the, the toughest thing for me, for Lent giving up, you know, being a vegan, is actually not the meats. It's the dairy. I love I love whole milk, uh, you know, butter, you know, all that good stuff. Ice cream. I love just that, you know, that that dairy, that whole, that creaminess. That's what gets. Oh yeah. That, that's the toughest for me. Yeah. Before we had our kids, man, I was always two percent or non-fat. Mm-hmm. And then, like when your when your kids go off a of boob, right, and yeah. they start drinking milk. Yep. You give them whole milk. Yeah, you got it. I haven't been yeah. back since then. Mm-hmm. Well, and actually, there's been a misconception. I know we're going off a tangent, everyone. Well, we we take we took both Easter's off because Western Easter, if you're Roman Catholic or a Protestant, um, the, it's, it's on different calendars. So uh, you, uh, that Easter was on April Fool's Day, ironically enough, and then uh, the Eastern uh, or the Eastern part of the, the Roman Empire, where the, all the Orthodox churches. Uh, whether they're Egyptian, Coptic, or Greek, there's there's so many different branches in Christianity. Uh, our Easter was on April eighth, so it was a week ago, on Sunday. So we so we took a break. So that's why we're we're going off all these all these tangents. Now, now I can't remember what I was just going to say. So that's what happens when you don't get sleep and you're getting old. And speaking of which, I'll be yeah, I'll be the bit I'll be mid thirties on Friday. So I'm going to be thirty five on on Friday. So that's maybe maybe why maybe my 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 time is coming. <laughs> All right, I remember what I was going to say now. That's what happens when you get sidetracked. So, so th- there's been a misconception about drinking whole milk. You know how they say, oh, fat is bad and all this you know, nonsense. So actually now, now they're saying, nutritionists are saying that you should drink whole milk because you need that fat um, in your diet because your brain is main, mainly made up of fat. And did you know actually this? You know what they feed? Maybe we talked about this before. You know what they feed pigs to get them fatter, actually? Other pigs, no, but <laughs> <laughs> well, may, maybe the if they had mad pig disease, maybe, but uh, but they actually feed them skim milk because they act that there's extra actually more sugar in skim milk, that's how the pigs get fat. Oh, yeah, it's true, and that's like when when I was working at Starbucks, mm-hmm. like, um, you, you can tell like when you made skim skim milk for drinks mm-hmm. like the foam on there was a little sweeter yeah than it was yeah, okay. whole milk. yeah go they go to the top and also whole milk too it, it, it actually fills you up because there's all that fat you know now studies are showing that you need fat in your diet it's the carbs that make you fat it's not the fat itself unless it's the uh the bad fat but if you if you do i, I always get them confused the the unsaturated versus saturated so long as you get the the good fats then you're good and that's what milk and peanut butter has it's the good fats. So, yeah. So make sure you drink whole milk, everyone. Not this one percent, two percent skim, unless the doctor tells you not to drink it. I would suggest drinking whole milk. So that's your your health uh, advice for the day. Your nutrition advice for the day. Yeah, brought to you by my sports show podcast. And as a side note, like. I'm- Whenever I'm trying to, to cut back on how much food I eat, uh-huh. I drink more milk during the day. Yeah, because that's, that's smart. Yeah, and it helps. Yeah. Yeah. So you, we're gonna we're gonna now we're gonna be called the Tiger Mike Nutrition Show, Tiger Mike Nutrition Show. Oh yeah, I would be happy to 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 do 
work on that segment. Yeah, well, I have yeah. <laughs> very strong opinions about milk and other things. Mm-hmm. Good, yeah. we, we, we can maybe start this new health health craze and trend. So let's drink your milk. Does the body good? It does. Yep, yep. All right, welcome to the show, everyone. So sorry it's been a while. So we took, like I said, both Easter's off. So this is what we got going on today for the trending sports stories of the week. So in the NFL, Des Bryant gets released by the Dallas Cowboys. So we're going to talk about Des Bryant, where he could go, and relate that kind of in uh, to a specific Patriots receiver who got signed by the Dolphins, Danny Amendola. And he he had some inter- interesting things to say about the Patriots organization, about how much they paid him, how he took a pay cut, and playing for Bill Belichick. Also, Richie Incognito, I call him Cognito, but Richie Incognito. First, he says he wants to retire. Then he he fires his agents. Now he says he wants to be released by the Bills. So what's up? What's going on with Richie Incognito? Is, is, he, is he not want to play for the Bills? Does he want to play for another team? Because Shady McCoy wants him back because Shady McCoy thought he was going to retire. So now he doesn't want to retire. He wants to be released from the Buffalo Bills. Up next, we got all the Rams, because we, we've been gone for a few weeks. So all these Ram trades and signings, so there's a lot of them. The Rams are going to be stacked this year on defense, and they just got a new new weapon from the New England Patriots and Brandon Cooks. So they're going to have a stacked defense plus a, a good offense, even though they lost Sammy Watkins. We're going to talk about the NBA playoffs, what's going on on the NBA playoffs, because they started yesterday. So there's been obviously some good games going on. And could there be a team that could uh, upset a Cavs team or a Warriors team in the playoffs? So we will talk about that. Um, The Masters, we got the Masters, so we have time. We'll talk about the Masters. Also, we have a couple of feel-good stories uh, there is a guy named Andre Ingram, no relation to me, but he uh, he played in the D slash G leagues in professional basketball, so minor league basketball, and he finally got called up to the Los Angeles Lakers and had played a great game. So those are your trending sports stories of the week, if we have time. So so what do you think about the, the Des Bryant uh, situation? Where do you think he'll go, and why do you think the Cowboys cut him? Uh, you know what, Tiger Mike? I think uh, we were talking about this before the show, and I think some of it has to do with the money that he wants. Um, mm-hmm. What well, what was it? Sixteen million? Yeah, it's like 12, 12 or sixteen million. I forget the cap hit. But yeah, it's like, I think it's twelve. Okay, so I mean, what I don't understand about that, and and maybe because they have plans, like, and maybe because of their cap situation. But when you think about the free agent market and how much guys were signing for. Um, you're looking at like Sammy Watkins, uh, Alan Robinson, Jarvis Landry, all like in that 11 to $15 million range. Mm-hmm. And really of all those wide receivers out there and Brandon cooks too, of all those wide receivers out there, you know, me, man, like I'm high on Jarvis Landry. I, I would say that Jarvis Landry was maybe was the second best receiver, but I would, I would put Des as the best. Um, but I say that with a, with a, with a, like a, a, a precursory statement. Yep. Des from like 2014, 2013, 2012, like that Des Bryant, because, you know, those are the years where he was an elite receiver. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it's really, it's really hard to say where he's going to land. I would love for him to come to the Jaguars, but like, I don't know if they have the space for it. Yep. Um, and like you just look around and I, I don't know it's it's tough to say where he's gonna to to fit because we've got teams looking for wide receivers in the draft mm-hmm. um, you already have that huge like wave of wide receivers being signed so I mean either way like Des feels like he was slighted I don't blame him um, their offense just completely transformed after Dak Prescott took over and yep he was the one I think who suffered the most from that because I mean, just look at his numbers the last couple of years, they've been awful. So, uh, well, I mean, aside from that game against, um, what was it against green Bay in, yeah, in green 2016? Bay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where he had that catch. Yeah. The, yeah. the, the new catch rule is going to be based on that one of, or at least one of yeah. the catches. 
Well, what do you think, man? What do you think, Tiger Mike? Well, from what I've, what I've read, that he, Mr. Jones liked him. He's one of his guys. But as, he, as we, you talked about and we've seen, he, Des Bryant has statistically gone down as the years have gone on, so he can't release any more against defensive backs. He's not, he lost speed. He has a lot of drops. So it's not worth, in their mind, to pay him twelve to sixteen million a year when they when they can get you know they got Alan Hearns right they signed Alan Hearns for cheaper than they then they're looking in the draft so in their mind it's time to you know cut the ties they, they did the same thing with T O you know T O was starting on the decline and it, it's time to get rid you know just cut your losses because he's not the same player he's not the player who he was so I think Jerry Jones decided to go ah that's I think it's time to move on for both parties. And he, but he still wants to stay in the NFC East, but the Eagles aren't going to sign him. The Giants aren't going to sign him. So that leaves the Redskins. It'd be interesting to see if he could play with the, you know, with the Washington Redskins with Alex Smith. So, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I, I think like when you, when you think about the different teams that could use him, like somebody who needs like a number one, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. 49ers don't have a real number one. Nope. I don't think. That. I mean, you could say Pierre Garcon's number one, but, yeah, but he's, he's like. But a he's not one. a true. Yeah, he's like a. He's like a two, almost one. You can even make the argument now that Des Bryant isn't a number one receiver anymore because he's lost his speed. He, like I said, he doesn't gain separation against defensive backs. He he doesn't run routes as well. So I don't think the Niners would sign him because of that. But they, I, I could be wrong. But essentially, Garcon is essentially a, a little shorter, smaller version of Des Bryant, the, the receiver that goes down the middle, you know, they can take a big hit. Yeah. And I, I would be interested to see how it would work out if you went to the Redskins, but mm-hmm. you know, it's Alex Smith. So, yeah. I mean, it's receivers haven't thrived under Alex Smith. No, like the t- tight ends have, but not, yeah, not wide oh, receivers. Yeah, sure. yeah. I mean, t- okay. So, well, I say that acknowledging that this year, Tyreek Hill, had a great season. Yeah, but he's fast. You uh, just throw the ball up, yeah. and he just goes. They the the the, the Redskins don't have they 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 got Crowder. You know, yeah, he's not, he's not that and fast. <laughs> I think I think they Ryan Grant Ryan Grant went somewhere else. I, I but like yeah, they they don't they don't have a lot going on there. And Crowder yeah. had some good games last year, but yeah, um, you know, you you would think that he would want to go to a team that has a quarterback that can air it out. Because think about it, when he had Romo, who's Total gunslinger. Yep. He had great seasons. Like when he was playing with Romo, he was a great receiver. And once he got hurt and then Dak came in, yep. um, when I say once he got hurt, like once Des got hurt, played half a season, just about, and then Dak came in, that was it. So it's, I mean, you never know. It could, this could be a Randy Moss situation, man. Yeah, it could be. Where, he, he could resurrect, you know, have a decent season. Yeah, because he, remember he after he left, New England, he went back to the Vikings, and then he left the Vikings, and he went to the Titans, and he retired, then he came back to the Niners and actually helped the Niners go to the Super Bowl but didn't show up in the Super Bowl, so who knows? Yeah, it, actually, you know who I was thinking that might be an interesting team if he can learn the offense? He'd be a good red zone threat for Tom Brady, the New England Patriots. Oh, that's true, man. Yeah, yeah. because Brandon Cooks is gone, mm-hmm. um, and... Uh, who knows what's going to happen with Gronk? He could be in a wrestling movie next year in Hollywood and WWE. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we'll see. I like Des. I mean, I I think that he's he's still got some good some good years left in him, but he needs to be in the right offense with the right quarterback. Yeah, he needs to be in the Air Coriel vertical offense, or at least be a a red zone threat because you know he he he'll throw temper tantrums if he doesn't get the ball. So. That's why I, I can't as a as a as a 49ers fan myself, I don't think Shanahan would want him in that locker room, him whining when he, you know, he doesn't get in the ball. He he'll disrupt that, you know, that locker room. You know, but same thing could be said about Sherman. You know, Sherman has his outburst as well, but but I think Sherman's out to prove himself because he's coming off a a Achilles injury, which is hard to come back from, especially as a defensive back, and he's 30. So he has two things going against him. But like I said, who knows? We'll we'll definitely see. Oh, yeah, there was one thing, actually, I forgot to mention in our uh, trending sports stories of the week. I forgot about hockey. So we're going to talk, talk oh, about yeah. some ho- hockey, as in Ninja Turtles. Remember, some, yeah. remember, remember Ninja Turtles? They go, hockey, <laughs> hockey. I do. 
Yes. Hockey. Hockey. So we'll talk talking about some hockey too. So to tie in from Des Bryant to uh, Danny Amendola. So Danny Amendola, you know, leaves the Patriots, signs with uh, division rival, the AFC um, division rival, the Dolphins. So, and Amendola says, "Oh yeah, the, the Patriots didn't offer offer anything close what to the Dolphins offered me." And and now he's getting more money. And they asked him about uh, playing for Bill Belichick, and he said it was in quote. It was difficult. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, and he also pointed out, like, hey, I took pay cuts, yeah, for, for all these past years, and I assumed that they would pay me, you know, like what I was worth because I paid, I, I paid my dues literally, and no go, man. Belichick yeah. didn't want to sign him, and so or at least pay him you know, that much money. Yeah, pay him that much yeah. money. They have like, you know, you have these two good receivers, completely different receivers, but good receivers where the teams don't want to pay him money. And so they leave, they leave, you know, with Dez and Amendola. And obviously Dez is more of a, a drama queen, but mm-hmm. either way, you know, you have two great receivers who may, one of them has already gone to your rival and yep. Dez might go to a rival too. So it's, um, I guess I would, with Amendola, it's a little more iffy because he gets hurt so much, but he also is like he's amazing cl- during clutch. the playoffs. Yeah, he's, he's clutch. He's like the Robert Ory of, of, the NFL mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> like, makes those catches. Yeah. That, that catch at the back of the end zone against your Jaguars. Oh, that was a beautiful catch, man. Yeah. It was a beautiful catch. So it's like, I, you know, I just always wonder, is it worth it to be a part of a machine like the Patriots and win a, a title, but not necessarily enjoy everything you had to do. Yeah. Play, to for, get it. play, play, do the grind, play for Bill Belichick. Well, it depends what you want. Do you want money? Or do you want the rings? Do you want the rings, or do you want do you want to the money? Maybe maybe since he's won two, was it two Super Bowls now with the Patriots? I think I think so. Yeah, so he has two. Maybe maybe that's enough for him. And he just want he's getting older. He's starting to slow down. He probably wants to get the money as much money as he can because he's probably not going to be playing much longer due to being small, due to his injuries. Yeah, and playing the slot receiver. So yeah, so um, he could. He's probably just looking for them. Get looking to get paid. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And now he gets to go down to Miami. Yeah. Where AFC East rival. Yeah, where it's yeah. nice and warm and no taxes. No taxes on the income tax. No taxes, yeah. So you, you, <laughs> you part you partake in that. So no taxes. Yeah. So and Washington State is the other state that doesn't have state income tax. I think there's another one. Is it like Jersey or I forget there's an I think there's one more state in the United States that doesn't do state income, income tax. Yeah, I forget. You know what's also interesting though is that Florida and Washington also have high sin taxes. So like you, mm-hmm. you're paying a lot higher taxes for tobacco mm-hmm. in those two states yep. than you are in other states. And property taxes too. So they make it up somehow. Like like in yeah. Oregon, they don't have sales tax. Like I said, it, 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 all, it all evens out in, in the end. So, Oh, speaking of which, actually, we should have brought this up. I, I'm surprised I didn't even think of this. Uh, your boy just signed a, a five-year deal. Flandry with the Browns. Oh yeah, yes. Jar- Jarvis Landry. Come on, Jarvis Landry. Yes, but uh, it's, it's it's okay. It's the Tiger Mike works like Jarvis Landry, Richie Cognito. Yeah, hey, it's Jarvis, yeah. Jarvis, Jarvis, Jarvis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm thinking. Yeah, well, I'm thinking of I have Iron Man on the brain. That's why, because Avengers is coming out. That's probably why. Okay. Well, that, here's the thing. Like, I mean, I would if I was Landry. Like, dude, these yeah. guys are gonna get the best quarterback in the draft and the best running back. Maybe, 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 or the best like defensive end. And they got Tyrod, mm-hmm. like, all right, let's do this. I want to stay, you know? Yeah, I think got, it's a good sign. Yeah, they got the number one pick and the number four pick. So, yeah, so they're they're in the driver's seat. They can draft their next quarterback, draft the – depending who they want to pick it for or trade out. So, yeah, so they're 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 in good good standing right now. Yeah. I don't know if he's worth that much money for over five years, but you, know, that's just, you and I disagree on, on how good he is. But, yeah, I don't know if – He's worth that much money because I think he got twelve to fifteen. I, I didn't look at the the language details. He probably gets front loaded then after this year. Then they like most teams do, they can probably just cut him after this year. So he's probably not going to really get that much money over the course of the three to five years. So, but we'll see if he plays well. You never yeah. know. He might. Yeah, that's true. Yep. All right, moving on. Richie Incognito. First, he fires his agents. Second, he retires. Third, 
well, he didn't really unretire, but now he wants to be released from Buffalo. So Richie Incognito cannot make up his mind. Does he not want to play for Buffalo? Shady McCoy wants wants him back because he's a good blocker, good interior blocker. So w- what's going on in the mind of Richie Incognito, who, who I just call Richie Cognito? <laughs> I don't. Oh yeah, it's, it rolls off the tongue easier. I don't know, man. That guy's such a weirdo. I know he's good, but yeah. I mean, what I mean, what are you gonna do in Buffalo? Like you, you don't have a great quarterback. McCoy's getting old. Yeah. You're not gonna get a great running back in the draft. So mm-hmm. why not go somewhere else? Yeah, because you have McCarron, then you potentially. That's what I say. Yeah, you you potentially could. Well, they're, what they're at number twelve now, so they can trade up because they have they have two picks in the first round. Yeah, they can trade up and get a new quarterback. But who do you, yeah, but you do want to play for a team that has you know AJ McCarron, uh, Nathan Peterman, who had through those you know all those picks <laughs> against your Jaguars, um, or was it? Yes, right five picks in the first half. Yep. Or yeah, or pick get a you know a rookie quarterback who they're probably going to end up drafting if they can trade up with someone if. The top four or five quarterbacks don't go in the first top five picks. It all depends on what the Giants do at number two and if Denver will take a quarterback. But yeah, so they can maybe trade up with either the Giants for those two picks for number 12 and number 21 or 22, I think. But yeah, so yeah, if I, I wouldn't blame him if he wants to get out of the cold climate of Buffalo and play for, you know, they're, they're probably going to be in last place now in the in the AFC East, so you know, you might as well just jump ship and go play somewhere else. That's you know, warmer climate and maybe a better team. Oh yeah, no, for sure, man. Like, why not? I mean, he's he's good. So if somebody wants him. Mm-hmm. Uh, just he seems a little unstable. But yeah. that's just my opinion. Yeah. Well, most offensive linemen are because you got to be. You got to be a little little crazy. <laughs> so right. Yeah. You got you got to be a little crazy, a little mean. Um. So yeah. So hopefully he. He he makes up his mind and figures out what what he wants to do because now now Buffalo is going to have to start looking for uh, an interior line and they might have to draft one too once they lose and they might have to get that guy from uh, U was it UTEP uh, the the Mex the, the Hispanic guy um was not what's his name so yeah, that's what happens you don't get no sleep I'll have to look it up later but yeah so they might have to draft that guy later on the first round if they don't trade their pick to move up to get a quarterback yeah. I mean, hey, sinking ship, gotta get off as fast as you can. Mm-hmm. Will Hernandez, Will, him? yes, Will Hernandez, yes, 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 Will Hernandez. So, so maybe they might just end up drafting him in the in the twenties if they don't move up. Yeah. Yep. All right, moving on. So we got NBA playoffs. Have you had a chance to watch any of the NBA playoffs? Um, I was I was following a couple games today. The the Bucks. Celtics game was just crazy, man. Yeah, that game was nuts. Those oh, last yeah. two three pointers. Yeah, three pointer with a, a half a second left. Yeah, point five. And, you, yeah. <laughs> and then you what? You throw the, you inbound, inbound the ball. Who was it? Chris Chris Middleton. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's basically he doesn't even. I don't even think he jumped. Like yeah. he caught the ball flat just, footed just and threw shot it. it. Yeah, just threw it. Yeah, that's <laughs> that that's tough because that's all arm power. Because normally you get all your power from your legs when you shoot. So yeah, he just chucked it. Oh yeah. Now it's crazy that Boston went on to win because you think like, how is this team even in it? Like him, Quinn Snyder and, and Brad Stevens, the coach of the Celtics. You just think like these guys lost their best players. Yeah. And somehow yeah, all, all, of, all of them are hurt. And and I predicted when I went on that sports meetup, you know, of course I say this, Oh yeah. Who's going to be the biggest upset in the first round, which lower seed is going to be the higher seed in the Eastern conference. Oh, guess who I picked? Who? The Bucks beating the Celtics, and of course, the Celtics win the fr- game one. Obviously, the the series the, it's still early, but you know Brad Stevens hasn't played well. He, look, look what he does. He you know you don't have Kyrie Irving, you don't have what's his face uh, Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward. Yep, you don't have him. So you know that that's your backcourt right there. So yeah, and he play, and he still gets them to play well. Yeah, and that's crazy. I mean, it's. I, I don't understand how they do it. Like he does it, but the guy's a wizard, man. And yep. they won. You know, they that 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 shot went in, and they were tied. The end of regulation, obviously, and they went on to win in overtime. Which to me, I was like, dude, there's no way they're gonna win. Like that last three was crazy. Yeah, that was nuts. It was basically a dagger that didn't end the game, uh, and you know they won by six points in overtime, which is a pretty handy 
win, pretty yeah. significant win. Yeah, because that's you know that's essentially a short amount of time to because you, essentially you have twenty four second shot clock, so you can hold the ball and actually, you know what I mean? You can just kill the clock. So actually, to win by that much, win by six points is actually pretty impressive. You know, we're going yeah. that little amount of time. Well, and it's a very balanced attack. Like you look at the scores, and they had four scores um, with nineteen or more points: Horford, Jason Tatum, Rozier, Jalen Brown, Markeith Morris. Like they all had between nineteen and 20, 24 points. It's like a very balanced attack. Yeah, and Jalen Brown's been hurt too. That guy's been, you know, coming back off injury. And Marcus Smart has actually been out. He's not coming back till the probably in the next week, so he might not even make it in this first round. So that's like, you know, bench players are you know, starters, they're, they're just playing great. Like I said, that's what makes Brad Stevens one of the better coaches in the NBA because he, he coaches to their, you know, their strengths, you know, in, the, in their talent. So, you know, you got to hats off to him. And you know, like I said, oh, yeah. Tatum as a rookie, that guy's playing, you know, lights out too. So. And I said, I said Markeith Morris, but it's actually Marcus Morris. Yeah, so. Well, that, Markeith's his brother. So it's right. Yeah. They're, they're twins. It's, it's that, that's understandable for making a mistake for twins. That's all. We, we won't hold that against you. Okay, good, good. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, okay, so here's what I want to know from you, Tiger Mike. Like, um, what do you take, how do you, how do you interpret the Pacers basically blowing out the Cavs and, like, keeping a, a double-digit lead for a significant portion of their game? Well, that, that, that goes to show you that even though the Pacers won by 18, the Cavs were on the comeback. I think they got within, what, four? But then they just blew it after that. LeBron, essentially, yeah. LeBron essentially has no help. You know, he has, you know, Kevin Love didn't really come to play. You know, he's coming off an injury. You lose Kyrie, you lose your buddy Dwayne Wade, and then, but it's also partially LeBron's fault too because he plays LeBron the GM. So he he wants Tristan Thompson to be paid. He's not worth that much money. You got J.R. Smith who's older now. He's not as athletic. He can't shoot anymore. You know, you 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 want to get his guys paid. So once you pay your guys and not get decent free agents, that that's what's gonna happen. Yeah, they got they got a bunch of Laker players over from those trades. You know, they got rid of also Isaiah Thomas, but that's the thing is they're not gelled as a team, and it's just not enough. And yeah, the cab the Cavs are, I would say, in trouble. They, they they'll probably end up pulling it out, but you know, there are teams now that can you know look look what the Sixers did last night. Yeah, I don't know if you got a chance to watch the Sixers game, but Ben's- oh no, well I mean that wasn't that was an incredible game considering. Their big man was out, you know. Yeah, Joel Embiid was out. So you know Ben Simmons, who's essentially the the newer version of uh, LeBron James, or you can say Magic Johnson. He's a six nine, six ten, you know, power center. You know, points. You know, I mean, a point forward. Essentially, he handles the ball because Markel Fultz has been injured, you know, during the season, so he hasn't been at point guard. So it's it's amazing. I think they, I think they can give the the Cavs if the Cavs can beat the Pacers, which. which they should. I think they just maybe had. They just had a bad game first game, but you never know. Pacers played well, and if they and uh, Olin Depot can continue to play good too, they might beat them. But I still doubt it. But you know what I mean. Simmons, seventeen points, nine rebounds, fourteen assists, almost a triple double in his first playoff game. That's just nuts. Yeah. You know, and then they just play. They play good as a team too. So yeah. So I think the the Cavs might be in trouble whether they they beat. You know, they, they, they beat the Pacers in the first round and have to end up playing the, the Sixers in the Eastern Conference Finals. I think they might be in trouble. And that's going to hurt LeBron's legacy, too, because he can't carry his team, you know, to the finals again. Um, so, yeah. And, and if you, even if, okay, hypothetically, even if the, the Cavs go to the finals and play the Warriors or the Rockets, they're still going to lose because the, the, the Western Conference is just loaded. Oh, yeah. Now, here, what. What do you think about this? The Pacers beat the Cavs three out of four times this season. Mm-hmm. And like yep. one of the games was a two-point win. One of the games was a four-point win. One of the games was a 17-point win. So, I mean, do you think you think the Pacers have the advantage? Like, do you think that there really is no advantage once you get to the playoffs? I don't really think there's, there's much of an advantage because, you know, no one really cares about regular season. No one watches it. Uh, no one really plays that hard unless they're, you know, they're fighting for – you know, be in first place or depending where they, or they might lose games on purpose. You know how they've been, NBA teams been known to tank. They just sit like, like what they've done in the past, sit out their players, rest them so they can get the lower seed. So they won't have to play one of the other teams because they match up better. But yeah, I, 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 unless, 
unless the the Pacers blow them out in game two, then I might say that they, but they might have their number, but it's still LeBron. LeBron is LeBron. They'll make they'll make adjustments and change. So I think I think the 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 Pacers had a good first game, but the Cavs. I still think they'll take they'll take they'll take the first round and beat the Pacers, but you never know. Oh yeah, and here's what I wonder: like, at some point, do you think that LeBron will just have? Do you think that he's going to start suffering physically as the Cavs go through these longer series that go six or seven games? Well, he he hasn't shown shown that so far. He's you know thirty three. That's old in NBA years. And even though to us that's younger, but <laughs> but yeah, that guy that guy's been playing for 15 years, hasn't had a major injury. The only time I can see him maybe slow down or feel it as they go on in the playoffs if he gets hurt, because uh, from what I've read, he trains pretty hard and well, so to help prevent injuries, and he he does a lot of uh, TRX, you know, you know those those yellow band things that yeah. people yeah he uses more like band resistant stuff instead of weights for fl- uh, uh, flexibility. Actually, he doesn't really use that many. You know, free weights. From what I read, maybe he's changed that, but yeah, he's not as bulky as he has been in the past. But yeah, I think he's oh, gonna yeah. he's gonna have to guard Olin Depot because Olin Depot had, you know, thirty two points. So someone's gonna have to, you know, LeBron is not known for his defense in his in the in the last part of his career. But I think if he wants to, you know, what I mean, to shut down Olin Depot, he's gonna have to guard him. He's gonna have to play both ends on the court to you know to duke it out in this series. Agreed. Yeah, and I. I, you know, it's nice to hear that LeBron doesn't do free weights because I feel like that's something that me and him have in common. I don't <laughs> do free weights either. Yeah, <laughs> so. I, I do. I do the kettlebells because I, I mainly do the machines. So I, the only okay. free the only free weights I use are kettlebells and the the bicep. You know, they're they're not full length. You know, like uh, bars, but they're the shorter ones with the weight. You know, to do biceps with. That, that essentially those are my. Oh, free, yeah, yeah. Essentially, those are my free weights. I, I use mainly, you know, machines to work on this uh athletic dad body actually my friend who was a doctor i went you know this we're going off another tangent i went to the gym yesterday so i, I asked my buddy who was a doctor so i go so what'd you say i have a, what, what what would you say my body type is he goes what i say athletic dad body he goes no it's athletic i'm like no come on you're being nice it's an athletic athletic dad body he goes no it's an athletic body like, okay so I'll, I'll claim that for now i'll say hey ladies i have an athletic body my my body type is athletic oh nice well, I, I mean, I, I'm past that part of my life, but I will say this, like I, I do some free weights. Like mm-hmm. I have a 12 pack of Stella Hogarden. And, uh, <laughs> yes. And recently, recently I picked up a, a one and a half liter bottle of members Mark spiced rum that Ooh. I've been picking up and putting down quite frequently this weekend. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's, I'm on the road to physical fitness. Nice, yeah. Well, that, yeah, the 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 alcohol helps. <laughs> yeah, it it helps the dad body. It does. It helps. It helps the 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 keep keeping up with the dad body, as they say. Oh yeah, but you know, I I, I haven't trimming down like this past week. I ate a lot of fiber. I, I pretty much had a steady diet of grape nuts every day for breakfast and lunch. Uh, took some fiber supplements to keep myself full and. Uh, so I, I shed a few pounds. I shed about four pounds this past week. Nice. So that's good. That, like I said, it, it's all about intake, caloric intake. So you can drink as long as you don't drink in the lot where you're going over your caloric intake. You're good. Just cut back. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I can tell people like, hey, my body type is good according to Tiger Mike. Yes. Because <laughs> I, I was listening to the Tiger Mike nutrition show. Yeah, that's true. That's true. As a disclaimer, we are not we are not doctors. We are not nutritionists. You know, you know those fast you know those fast speakers. You know, that's true. Advertisements. <laughs> we are fans. We are fans of a good underdog story, aren't we? We are. We are. We are definitely fans of an underdog story. But yeah, the uh, did you get a chance to see the Warriors? Warriors blew out the Spurs. We and they don't have Kawhi. What's going on with Kawhi, man? You know, it's sad. You know, a fellow Aztec alumnus is you know having issues with you know greg popovich so essentially i think if he was on the if he was on the spurs the the, the series would be a lot you know the game would have been a lot closer and i think the series would have been more you know interesting because the warriors don't have stephen curry stephen curry's out at least for the first round so yeah so you know the warriors did you know did very well without him because you, you still got 
probably the second best player in the league in Kevin Durant. He scored 24 points. And Klay Thompson led the Warriors with 27 points. He went 11 for 13 and made five, three, five out of six from three-point land. So he just went off. And he's been quiet for the last couple of years. So when they didn't have Steph, he stepped up and you know showed up and made all his shots. Yeah, he did. And that's uh, I, I saw today Popovich said that uh, if reporters wanted to know about Kawhi's injury when he's coming back, he said that he that they could talk to Kawhi's camp. Yeah, so he, that's that's never a good sign. No, it's not. Yeah. So that tell, that tells me he just want, I think he, he 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 might have the Bill Belichick syndrome where he doesn't want to play for Pop anymore because maybe you know Pop is too demanding, kind of like Belichick. It's his way or the highway. So maybe maybe Kawhi wants to take the highway and just take the he wants to go the eight west and then uh go somewhere else yeah possibly yeah yeah then like i said the 76ers did well ben simmons did good and the uh, the pelicans looked really good they played a you know they played a close game against the blazers the lower seed anthony davis scored 35 points and had 14 rebounds he was a beast he did he did very well just imagine if they had demarcus cousins you know the twin towers i think oh, they, yeah, they, they'd be they'd be a lot better Oh, yeah. Agreed. Agreed. All right. Let's check the score is going on right now. Jazz are up. Excuse me. Thunder are up by eight. Actually, no. Game is over. I just refreshed. So the the Thunder beat the Jazz 116 to 108. Paul George led the Thunder with 36 points. So, yeah. So Paul, Paul George did well. Well, let me see what the, when it updates, it gets rid of the changes of the, the stats. Westbrook had 29, Carmelo Anthony had 15. So their their big three, you know, scored pretty well. So I, I think they they could give any I think they could give Golden State or Houston, you know, a run for the money. I I think they actually beat them if Stephen Curry is out. I think they have a good chance if Curry comes back in the second round. It'll be close, but I still I still think the Warriors will pull it off. Thunder, who knows? I mean, uh, Houston, who knows? That could be an interesting series if the Rockets play you know, the thunder, but we'll, we'll see. Yeah. And then up next, the Rockets will play, speaking of Rockets, they'll play the Timberwolves. So that'll be the last game for Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. So there are the NBA playoffs for you. Yeah. So it's all the games have been pretty exciting except for the Cavs game because they got blown out. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So they've been semi-close or pretty close. Yeah, well, the Warriors spanked the Spurs, but that was expected because they don't have Kawhi Leonard. So, but yeah, did, did you watch some of those interviews that Pop did with the media? Now, now the media is scared to ask him questions. It's hilarious. I uh, know I didn't see him. What happened? So essentially, he's he's like, "What do you want to know?" And the people were scared to ask him. Then someone asked him about how do you stop Durant? Well, we need uh, Green to grow up to be about seven feet four. Have a seven foot wingspan. You know, he's just you know being facetious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. People ask. You know, a lot of, it, it doesn't make any sense. A lot of these sports reporters ask dumb questions. It's like, duh, that's obvious. But you know, they, they have to ask something. So I guess they can't articulate something enough to, you know, ask a good question. They just have to ask the obvious stuff. Well, yeah, yeah. And you know, Pop is he's one of the classic interviewers, man. He is. Yeah. So you know, he's 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 great to watch, especially those sideline interviews. Those sideline interviews, like you can tell, I don't want to be here. You know, look on yeah. his face and how how he answers those questions. So, so that's the NBA playoffs for you. Switching gears, but staying in the NBA. So there's this G League player slash D League player. So obviously they change the minor league uh, basketball uh, name all the time. So there is a player named Andre Ingram. No relation to Tiger Mike Ingram, but Andre Ingram. He's been in the D slash G League for the last 10 years. He's 32 years old. And for the uh, Lakers' last game against the Rockets, he got called up. And he scored uh, 19 points, hit a bunch of threes. I think he hit five threes, if I remember correctly. He hit uh, five threes. Yeah, that was just a great story. He got the game ball after the game. Yeah, it, it, it shows that, you know, eventually hard work pays off. Will he probably stay on the Lakers or have an NBA career after that? Probably not. You know, chances are he might not, but at least that's a that's a feel good story that a guy who, you know, who who's married, has kids and he actually tutors physics. 
he got he got his degree in physics but yeah wow yeah i mean it's great you know i think for all those guys i think i want to get to the nba and that in the at least one of the main questions they probably have is can i can i do it once i get there can i play can i compete can can i do well and for him i mean if this is the only game he plays then he knows the answer to that question is yes yep i made it and i played well you know yeah and you can you can tell the kid his kids yeah i made it scored night you know 19 points hit a lot of threes got the game ball yeah and you know you, you can be a a physics tutor and still make it to the nba yeah, you just keep your dreams alive so that was a a good heart heartfelt heartwarming story yeah all right, moving on to the PGA and the Masters. So that that was an interesting Masters. Um, Spieth, I think he almost had it till the very end. Like he was, he was, he was going, he was going, he was going. Then he, then he, I think he parred. Was it 15 or 16? Then he, he just couldn't get to you know read score. Then the McElroy just fell apart the last round. You know he was in contention starting the day. Then Tiger played crappy for the first you know, three rounds and shot a 68, I think, the last round. If he would have kept that, you know, consistency, obviously, at the beginning of the tournament, you know, he would have been there. But, yeah, Reed just played a, you know, he, he was clutch. Yeah, he was I mean, he wasn't impressive the last day. I think uh, in, in the final round, he played one under. Yeah, he wasn't. Um, yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't spectacular. Like, I think Spieth almost scored the tie, almost the highest, you know, comeback or lowest round you know, on the last day. So I forgot what the, I think it was like, I think it was eight. eight. Yeah. I think it was eight. He was nine. Was, than eight, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Nine, nine was the record, but he got eight, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So and he, I mean, he missed, like he had a putt on 18 to, uh, yep. to at least tie the low round. Mm -hmm. But even though, even though he missed that putt, he was still in some pretty rare, rare company because he went eight under yep. on the final day. Um, but it just wasn't enough. And I was hoping like Ricky Fowler played an amazing round. He went yes. five under. Uh -huh. I, thought, I thought he was going to pull it off too, at least tie oh, yeah. to, maybe, to maybe even get the playoff. Yeah. But that like, he, you know, it, it, Reed was like very uninspiring. I, I saw like a lot of the last round and it, it was an uninspiring round, but he did what he had to do to get the dub. And so, yep. Um, Made crucial putts, yep, especially off that fringe. Yeah. That one was nuts. Yeah. Yeah, I mean there were some there were some crazy crazy putts and some crazy approaches, man, and and it was just great. You know, did, dude, did you know that the Masters is one of my favorite sporting events? I would say top five. Like every year, mm -hmm. I love watching the Masters. Yep. So may, maybe next year you and Spike uh, can head out since it's not, uh, how far is Augusta from Atlanta? Let me look at Google Maps here real quick. Um, I believe. Let's see. Let's check it out. Yeah. Let's look. Let's let's, let's look this up. So. Atlanta, Georgia. Shout out to all my Atlanta peeps, friends, and Justin Spike Wade, who you need to get on the show. So come on the show, Justin Spike Wade. I, th I think it's like three. I think it's like three hours. Three hours okay. away, but I don't know. Let's see. Uh, because we, when when we evacuated for the hurricane for Hurricane Irma, mm -hmm. we almost drove to Augusta. Like we took a sh we went the back way to get to Atlanta because of traffic, and almost made it to Augusta. So Augusta is oh, two hours and eight minutes if you take the twenty east. Oh, okay, two hours. Okay, my bad. Yeah. Um, so it's it's it would be worth it. The oh, pimiento yeah. cheese sandwich. Oh, those yeah, are the best. It's the the South's greatest gift. Yes. To the country, pimiento cheese. Besides barbecue chicken, though, barbecue chicken is pretty good too. Oh, that's true. Yeah, but I mean, for me, pimiento cheese is the the guacamole. Of the South. Yeah, that stuff. That stuff is good. <laughs> yeah, because they, because, yeah, it's sad, you know, everyone had all these expectations of Tiger Woods, you know, doing well. You know, he, he only played two tournaments. Yeah, he, he finished, you know, the top five and, you know, one of them in the top 12 and three tournaments, but he's not, you know, it's going to take us some time to come back. Because if he, if you watch when he played at the Arnold Palmer, he bogeyed the last three holes. So he's probably not even in golf shape yet. So he's probably still trying to figure out. His game, his putting game wasn't on at the Masters. His short game, you know, wasn't that great. So, and then he was driving it into the woods, you know, no, no pun intended, but yeah. So, yeah. So Patrick Reed is your 
Masters winner. Like I said, he played clutch when he had to. You know, Fowler and Spieth almost got it, but, you know, close, but no cigar. Yeah, and that, I think this is the fifth time in a row that the winner of the Masters has been a first-time major winner. So that's pretty crazy. Yeah, because it's been – well, even if you look at it, there hasn't been a player that uh, won it over 40 since it was 90 – I think it was 20 years ago, 98. Yeah. Yeah, it was, couple, was it couples? I forget. So, yeah, so it's been a long time then. Actually, Jack did it at 46 – in 1986, but that was a long time ago. That was 30 plus you know, years ago. So now, and the last time a person has won a major over 40 was Mickelson back at the, I think the 2013 British Open. So Tiger's going to just have a, a tough hill to battle just being over 40, being 42 and winning a major. You know, stats and history aren't on his side, but he's Tiger. He can maybe overcome it. That's true. Yep. All right, moving on to hockey. So tell us about what, what's going on in hockey. Well, the two main stories for me are that the Golden Knights are the expansion franchise in their first season, and they have made it to the playoffs, and they have a 2-0 lead on the Los Angeles Kings in a best-of-seven series in the first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs in the NHL, which is pretty awesome. And then second, Winnipeg Jets, man. The Winnipeg Jets won their first home playoff game, or at least hosted their first home playoff game, and won it uh, since, I think, 1996. So they had a, a, at least a 20-year break, uh, which is actually pretty awesome because the Jets games, I hear, are insane. And they have this thing called the Winnipeg Whiteout where everyone shows up to the game wearing white shirts. And it's supposed to be like this weird, like super intimidating like atmosphere. And so, yeah, the city of Winnipeg, are 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 winning, winning their series? A? Yeah, winning a. Eh? <laughs> yeah, they're they're up to zero on the Minnesota Wild, but the Wild are currently blowing them out. I think it's five two right now. So mm-hmm. um, they'll 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 be ahead two to one, and you know they they have a connection with you guys because they're they're Winnipeg Jets, the original. Um, well. It's very confusing, but the Winnipeg Jets ended up being the Phoenix Coyotes, which are now the Arizona Coyotes. Coyotes. Uh-huh. Who and then the, the Atlanta Thrashers started in Atlanta, and they were awful. They made the playoffs once, and so then the Winnipeg Jets bought the Thrashers franchise, which brought the quote-unquote Thrashers mm-hmm. to Winnipeg in 2011. And so just all kinds of backwards and crazy and, and, and confusing, but... Right now, Winnipeg is a happy city, my friend. They are up to two, two, one. Very nice. Well, yeah. So those are those with uh, with the Lakers guy that uh, scored nineteen. Those are your feel good stories of the month so far. Of the month, yes. So those are your feel good stories of the month on the Tiger Mike Sports Show. So congratulations to the people in Canada. Eh? I have some friends in uh, was it Alberta? Yes. Oh. So yeah, I have friends in Alberta. Nice folks there in Alberta. They're, they're, they're very nice, eh? So yeah, so that those are your trending sports stories of the weeks. So what do you got going on this week? This week, uh, the family and I are going up to Hiawassee, Georgia, which is like a couple hours north of Atlanta in the Blue Ridge Mountains. We're going to do like a little weekend, like Thursday to Monday vacation. Nice. Uh, and then on Thursday, which is like a week and a half from now, like the Thursday we get back, the Jags are holding their draft party and they're also unveiling the new jerseys. So we're as a, as a Jags family now, I'm taking the wife, the toddler, the baby, we're going to go down to, uh, to the amphitheater that's next to the stadium, see the, see the new jerseys. And yeah, we'll probably cut out at seven 30 after they unveil the new jerseys, but bounce, yeah, get get the kids to sleep. Yeah. Cause they got to sleep. Yeah, you don't, you, don't want, you, don't, you don't want them being cranky and crying at the at the Jags reveal. So yeah, so that that'll be fun. I'm I'm looking forward to that. So vacation, Jags jersey reveal. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what I got. What's going on with you over there in the in the beautiful Arizona desert? And the Arizona desert is starting to get hotter. Uh, we hit triple digits for you know early on in April. Now it's cooling down a little, oh. little bit. Yeah, so it's starting to get hot. But so my birthday's as I said before is on Friday. So I'm gonna go get. Uh, some shawarma. So I'm going to go get my favorite restaurant in Phoenix called Haji Baba. I'm going to go out with some friends. 
And then, yeah, that's about that's about it. Just low key, low key, hang out with my friends and low key night. Just get some some shawarma. Okay, okay. So uh, speaking of of meat, let's go American for a second. All right. I, I want you to let me know. Like, I saw this photo of this juicy, enormous steak. Oh, I, mean, I forgot. Oh, I forgot to talk about that. Yes. So where where was this at, man? Because I I saw that steak and I wanted that steak. Yeah. So so. On our Easter Sunday on a week ago, on April 8th, it was my buddy's birthday, not on Sunday, but it was Friday. So we all went out, celebrated his birthday and Easter. So we went to, to this restaurant called Fleming's. So they're, they're a very expensive steakhouse. So I'll, that'll probably be the only time I'll ever go back there. Or I mean, I'll, I will visit there because I got a bone-in ribeye steak, medium rare. So it's off the bone. So uh, it was it was a good steak. I... My friend told me to get it. I'm more of a filet mignon guy. I know I'm a snob. I'm a, a diva, but yeah, I'm uh, I'm more of a filet mignon guy. But I got he told me to, to try the the bone ribeye. So the bone ribeye steak cooked medium rare, and there's a lot of fat on it, obviously because it's ribeye. But um, but it was good. It was, I, w- I would prefer a, a filet mignon, but it was still a good steak. And I got these uh, scalloped potatoes. Yeah, you, I don't know if you saw that picture too. So yeah, yes. guess, guess how much that steak cost. I'm not going to guess because I don't want to ruin it. I, di- I didn't research, but I just, I know I'm almost 100% certain it was north of $50. Yep. It was a f- $58, you know, steak, but it was, oh. <laughs> but, but it was, uh, I'm trying to I have to go look at the menu. I think it was, uh, an 18 ounce or 20 ounce steak though. Oh, okay. Well that, that's a different story, man. That's yeah. pretty good. Was it an aged steak? No, no, it wasn't. Okay. I, they had an aged steak, but my friend said that bone in ribeye one was the best. So him and I are food snobs, so but we always disagree on meat and burgers. So that's why I should have went with my gut and just went with the the twelve ounce uh, fillet or sixteen ounce fillet. I forget, I forget which one it was, but yeah, but yeah, but it was it was still good. Don't get me wrong, it was still good. Yeah, then the the sides were expensive too. The those scalloped potatoes were like twelve bucks just for that little square, you know, square thing of potatoes, and they weren't really that great. But like I said, the meat the meat was good. Like I wouldn't get the bone and ribeye again. I would just try their fillet, but I won't be eating there that much because you know it's, it's super pricey maybe for my birthday maybe the following year or something but, <laughs> but yeah but i won't be going yeah. to fleming's all the time but it, like i said it was, it was it was it was good steak but not not a filet mignon filet mignon hey, here's how i know fleming's is good and expensive because i've seen ads for it in the sky mall newspaper and the sky mall magazines yeah on plants mm-hmm. you know like you're reading through and you do sudoku and you're bored and yeah you flip through the magazine for the 20th time and there's fleming's mm-hmm yeah. It's like the, the it's like the Ruth New Chris York. yeah like the Ruth Chris yeah. yeah like Ruth Chris type steakhouses where they're just you know they're expensive but but they're good actually the best steak I ever had was in actually the the, the town I grew up in and it was in Watsonville California near Santa Cruz most people ask me where I'm yeah. from I say Santa Cruz because no one knows where Watsonville is so but there's this place called Lorraine's Packing Shed and yeah they had the best actually steak and restaurant burger I've ever had I don't know what meat whatever meat they used for that burger was awesome. And that filet mignon at that steak place was just oh, so good. No, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm you know to be honest with you, I think I'm a I'm a fan of aged filet mignon. Mm-hmm. I love the taste of aged steak. I've never tried that for, at least for filet mignon. Maybe I should try that next yeah. time. Well, they don't have aged filet mignon at Fleming's, but they have aged ribeye. So when I go when I go back, hopefully there maybe next year for my B day, I'll, I'll try the aged the aged steak. So all right, yeah. So what 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 do you get your I forget because remember we had Man Night a long time ago. Was it ten plus, twelve, fifteen plus years ago? Uh, yeah. Do you like your steak medium rare, medium raw? How do you get your steak cooked? Medium rare, medium rare. Yep, every that's, time. Yep, yeah, that's I it. love it. You got to go medium rare. Anything more, it's like it's a waste of. You're just gonna burn it, cook it. It's not gonna taste the same. It's not gonna, you know, melt in your mouth as they say. Yes, agreed. I'm I'm all about the medium rare. Yep, nice, good, good man, good choice, good choice. So, yep, so. That's it. Thanks for uh, joining me again. It's always good to catch up, even though it's been been a while. Of course, it's all it's good to be back with you, with the listeners. Yes. And, and now I'm like, I'm like ravenous after the steak time. Yeah, no, yeah. Like I'm actually, I'm gonna go have dinner with a friend. We're gonna have some Thai food. I had I had other shawarma for lunch. Now I'm going for Thai food for dinner. So, all right. Yep. So we'll be doing that. So. Yep. Enjoy your vacation. Have some fun. If, if you see Spike, say hi to Spike for me. I don't know if you're going to get a chance because you're going to go north, right? North. Yeah, yeah. Hot, 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 Atlanta. Atlanta. 
Atlanta. Yeah. Atlanta. All right. So if you see Spike, say hi. Then maybe we can get him on the show, you know, the following week after you get back. So, yeah. All right. And enjoy your birthday, Tiger. Right? Thank you. Your yeah. yeah thir- 35 is the new 25, as they say, right? Oh, yes. And 40 is the new 35. The new 30, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which, if it's the new 35, then I could, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, so there you go, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So enjoy it. Enjoy 40 it. is new, yeah, so I'll, I'll try to enjoy it you know, as much as I can if I don't fall apart by then. But yeah, so we'll see. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Tiger Mike Sports Show podcast. Make sure you uh, rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts slash iTunes. And Google Play Music. We're also up on Stitcher. So, yeah, so give us a listen. Uh, hit us up on Twitter at Tiger Mike Sports. And we're on Facebook and Instagram at Tiger Mike Sports Show. See you guys later. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Tiger Mike Sports Show podcast. If you like the show, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, Google Play Music, and Stitcher. Help support the show at patreon.com slash Show. For more episodes, articles, sports news, and all of our social media info, check out our website, tigermikesportshow.com. We'll see you same Tiger time, same Tiger channel.